Film Pulse is supported by the kind donations from listeners like you. Please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash filmpulse for just $1 a month and help keep the podcast on the air. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 257. My name's Adam Patterson. We're joined today by Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Uh, pretty good. And we're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh-huh. Doing okay? Hanging in there? Yeah. All right, cool. What movie did you watch this week? Poultrygeist. Poultrygeist. We picked this in honor of National Chicken Boy Day. <laughs> Uh, that's uh that's coming up september 1st friday national chicken boy day that's right yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later poultry guys night of the chicken dead came out in 2006 it's directed by lloyd kaufman i have a synopsis here zombified chickens attempt to kill the fast food workers that cook them in a restaurant built on an in- ancient in uh ancient burial ground ryan tell us a little bit about poultry geist all right, well, the video is up, and RB in the making meets his girlfriend for the rest of the family, and in a graveyard, and they decide to consummate their relationship. And mm-hmm. as they're doing it, some dude behind the tube stand comes out wheeling an axe, but in his other hand is his penis, and he is jerking off. And there's also a, I guess I'll call it Indian skeleton, and part of his hands and arms come out of the ground, and obviously his head's on out, so he can't see what's happening. And at first, he grabs the other guy, and see his finger up his butt. And when he does that, the finger breaks off. And they get all freaked out after that. And, they, <laughs> and then the skeleton grabs the act masturbator and kills him and drags him underground that way. So then apparently, maybe it's a month later. And they've gone out to school and they come back. And all of a sudden, this girl turns into a, a huge lame man. And she is practicing uh, all this uh, chicken nonsense. And being in place over top of an Indian burial ground. And He's, uh, this army guy is all against, are trying to be all against what this girl's new girlfriend is all about. So obviously he tries to defy everything. And he goes in the finish room, and he gets a job. Now, this is where I'm just going to start naming things that happen, because I don't remember what order they happen in. <laughs> and 
Also, I don't understand why some of that happened. Okay. Um, so, hold on, I gotta gather my thoughts here. <laughs> gather them up. Take your time. Okay, so they go to this restaurant, and there's, there's certain employees they meet. What is his name, Taco? I'm sorry. Paco Bell? Mm-hmm. I can't forget. There were two more that I would imagine. I can't there was Denny. There was Carl Jr. Oh, um, yeah. There was Denny. Mickey. There was Wendy. And, of course, Arby. And, yeah, Arby. Don't forget Arby. Can't forget Arby. And apparently there's a, there's a, uh, there's a character named Red Lobster. <laughs> And that one, that one, they didn't really do much to. Bit of a, a stretch on it. Yeah. The uh, main boss man, he's sort of like uh, Colonel Sanders. Ah, okay. I forgot, his, I forgot his name is now. But he's a southern guy and needs end of chicken. So I guess that there's proof of gifts there. And also the. Restaurant has three letters in the name, like Cassie. Mm. Mm-hmm. There we go, three letters. Okay, so <laughs> these people, they get all of this chicken. And one by one, leg eggs start being laid. And out of these eggs, hatch zombie chicken. And as the chickens grow up, oh, what's the uh, fat guy's name? Jared. Jared. Ah. From somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he close above him shooting, and the egg eventually probably gets his butt in the toilet. <laughs> so the egg hatches, and he kills people. And I'm not really sure what happened, but then, <laughs> God damn it, uh, uh, it's already. Well, while you're gathering your thoughts, there's also a red lobster, a hardy, a long john. Long john? So I guess the, the KFC, the, the restaurant's called ACB, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's any silly uh, fast food pun names here. These are all kind of fast food puns. There is a character yeah. named named Fake Tits Ripped Off. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so the, the people outside the restaurant start uh, their process. And they also get glorified as well. And eventually, they make their way into the restaurant, and this army guy, and this Wendy girl, and what's the girl? We got dressed attractive, but she's uh, dressed as a Muslim girl. What's her name? I have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Mickey? Hummus. Yeah, that's what Hummus. Hummus. Well, they called her Hummus. Oh, okay. Uh, 
It's so politically incorrect. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, Wendy Orbean is home a squirrel and a little girl inside the restaurant. And all of a sudden, the homeless girl is taking a while of her clothes, revealing that she's really a fascinating girl in the skies. And before they, they take a machine gun and mow down Chuck and Zombies, and at this point, she reveals that she is a bomb strapped her body, so she runs out into the crowd of zombies and blows them up. And Arvin and Wendy and the little girl get a car to escape. And as they're escaping, out of absolutely nowhere, the little girl starts getting so gay, and egg ends up popping out. And a zombie chicken comes. Just then, Wendy flips the gun. Flips the car. It rolls one time. It lands on its wheels. And then instantly it blows up. Movie over. (laughs) Movie over. All right. What would you think of it? Uh, better than most. Wow, better than most trauma movies. Yeah, or better than most movies we give you. No, better most trauma. Now this is also a musical. You didn't mention that. Oh yeah, I forgot. And that's because at the beginning they sang everything, and then like halfway through they just they all stop. They give up on it. Yeah. So it's only if like midway. It's yeah. like for half the time musical. Uh, I forgot that's one may forget about it. Uh, I saw this movie, but I honestly remember so little so little of it. It's pretty funny <laughs> and it's very politically incorrect. No. <laughs> Trauma? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, are you left? <laughs> Because it's funny. You probably shouldn't probably call it, but you'll laugh inside at least. <laughs> One of those inside laugh jobs, huh? Oh, the old eternal laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite. Hmm. Do you think uh, Do you think anything crossed the line? Was anything too offensive for you in this? At that time, No. In retrospect, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the Muslim girl, that whole thing is very big. And how she, when she was a girl bomb, she instantly had a bomb throughout her body. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that was a little bunch. It's a little crass, maybe. The, uh, the, I, I saw the protesting group, they're called Clam. Because <laughs> they're because they're all they're lesbians. Oh my god! And yeah, they have certain shirts on. Yeah, and they have uh, posters throughout the crowd like "I love cock," you know, it's because shaking, and it's funny because they're lesbians. Mm-hmm. I get it. 
There's a character named Looks Like a Dick. <laughs> I like that. Now, Ryan, did he look like a dick? Did he look like a dick? Uh, I want to say yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm. Also, Lloyd Kaufman things in this. Oh. And, oh, I forgot. Oh, Lloyd Kaufman thing. Like, this army guy... It's supposed to be a way younger version of him, but that's really all I understand. Like, apparently, Lloyd Kaufman, when he started working there, he had a girlfriend named Wendy that went off to college for a portion of working there and blah, blah, blah. He came back a month later. So it's supposed to be the same circumstances over again, but I don't know why. I see. Well, so it's somewhat autobiographical then? Uh, Are you saying that it was the character? Yeah, yeah. Are you saying Lloyd Kaufman, that he, Lloyd Kaufman really had a girlfriend named Wendy? Or his character in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Misunderstood. Ron Jeremy's in this. How was was old Ron? He plays Crazy Ron. Uh, He's a fucking idiot. (laughs) He's a really, really shitty actor. You're not a you're not a big fan of Ron Jeremy. No, I I'm not a fan of Ron Jeremy either. I was, I mean, I'm not a fan of trauma movies to begin with. But when they started having Ron Jeremy be in pretty much all of them, hmm. to me it was like, nah, they they lose a lot of points there for me. When you got off the trauma train, yeah. I mean, I was off the trauma train. I think before before they brought him on. I don't know. Okay, I mean, there's it. a there's a couple trauma movies I still can say that I actually like. I like Class of Newcomb High, I like Toxic Avenger 1 and 2. Uh, Terror Firmer, which is one of their newer ones. I kind of like that one. Poltergeist didn't do it for me. That's like one of their newest like in-house movies. It's actually directed by Lloyd Kaufman. Speaking of which, let's take a look at Lloyd Kaufman's filmography. I don't know if we actually... We covered a lot of trauma movies on this show, but I don't know if we ever covered an actual Lloyd Kaufman directed one. Have we? No, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. So he got his start way back in 1969. His first movie that he directed was called The Girl Who Returned. And then he just been he's just been plugging away ever since then. He has 52 directing credits on IMDb. Uh, he did... Stuck on You, which was a pretty fun one. He did Waitress, Squeeze Play. So he did a lot of kind of like sexploitation movies early on. Did Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, uh, Troma's War, which was a really bad kind of action one that Troma did, action movie. Toxic Avenger 2, 3, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Not a big fan of Sergeant Kabuki Man. I had... I had high hopes for that one, but it's it was sorely disappointing. I still have that on VHS, by the way. Oh, I remember that movie. It's bad. It's really yeah. bad. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's not so even, bad. It's not even like bad in a good way either. It's no, just, it's not. It's just, just it's just bad and like the most boring sense. Yeah, it's just a really unenjoyable experience. He did Tromeo and Juliet. Maybe we had you watch Tromeo and Juliet on here. I think we might have. That kind of sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. I 
didn't know I did that. I mean, I know that you you and I both saw saw it previously, Ryan. But he did Terra Firmer. He did Toxic and, Avenger Four. And then there's a poster in Orbe's room of Troy and Hmm. Yeah, they they like to do that. Put little winks and nods to their other movies in there. <laughs> and then he did. Uh, he did a documentary called Splendor and Wisdom. Well, yeah. What? Is that during his mature phase? Reverend William Sloan Coffin Jr. and the Yale Class of 1968. What? What is this? Well, he, it says here that he went to Yale. Well, I guess he did a documentary about that class. George W. Bush is in it. There you go. I, I don't know. That might have to look into that one that's that seems kind of weird yeah check it out they did return to nukem high which is one of the newer uh in-house trauma movies that came out in 2013 i attempted to watch that i don't know if i got through the whole thing it's pretty bad and it's actually they split it into two parts so it's like volume one and volume two is not out yet so that's pretty much it for the big ones that he did he's done a ton of video shorts and he did some tv stuff and a lot of like stuff for the trauma website and all that <clears throat> one of the things that trauma does or what they used to do later on once dvd became really prevalent was they would load up their dvd releases with like tons of special features like they were really good at doing that so they would pack in like full length documentaries on all of their releases. And he did a lot of those. And he also had this series that he did. Like he, he wrote a book, he wrote a couple books, I think. And then he made like kind of video compendiums to go with those about how to make uh, like no budget indie movies and stuff. It was actually really interesting for um, kind of aspiring filmmakers. Cause Troma has been around forever and you got to think like, yeah, their movies are garbage, but they're still around and something they're doing something that works. And it's kind of interesting to see how Troma works as a studio because they're one of the few kind of independent studios out there. I would, ima- I would imagine, and my, this is a wild guess is I would imagine that they exploit young people. I think that there's probably a, a decent amount of that. I think that they probably have a lot of unpaid interns. Guess. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and figure that I'm not too far off. I would almost guarantee that. I can't I can't back that up with facts, but I would almost, sure guarantee, I would almost guarantee that. And I'm sure they, they if any, any chance that they get, they try and rip people off. Well, that I can speak to because... I've mentioned this before on the show and you can go back and listen to the interview. I did an interview with the guys from Astron six and their first movie. Uh, I think it was their first movie. Uh, Father's day was picked up by trauma. So they, they worked with Lloyd on getting that movie out there and they, they said it was just a really awful experience. So yeah. yeah. And I know that the few times that I've, we've interacted with people from trauma some of them are cool, like the PR people have been really nice, uh, but some of the people at Troma are just awful. Like anytime I go to a convention where Troma's there, they're like the loudest, most obnoxious people, and they're total pricks to everyone. That sounds about right. 
And they always go to Cannes. They do the 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 Cannes Film Festival thing. They go there like every year, and every year they get in trouble for something. I think this year they got kicked out completely. Sounds about right. Yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> not really. Nope. Nope. Not not too surprised at all. Uh, getting back to Poltergeist, Ryan, do you have any final words before we give you your drum roll? No, but the way you built that up was very surprising. It I hope you do have something interesting to say. I I yearn I, for your thoughts. I do not right now. Hmm. All right. I'll, Fair I'll, enough. I'll, I'll probably think of it as something on it. Yeah, that's how it always goes. Um, All right. What are you going to give Poultry Geist? Four. Four? Mm. That's, another, that's another four. I think uh, last week you gave. You gave a movie a four as well. Steady getting them fours. Fours straight down the line. It's going to keep knocking them fours out. Now, Kevin, tell us about National Chicken Boy Day. Oh, my God. National Chicken Boy Day. If you don't know, Chicken Boy is a landmark statue. Right? It has been called the the uh, Statue of Liberty of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> All right? It is a giant statue of a guy holding... What looks to be like a bucket of chicken is my guess. He's got jeans on. He's got a red red t-shirt. I don't know if it's a button down. You can't see with the bucket. It's a white guy. Obviously, you can see. But the thing that makes him the chicken boy is his head. It's chicken. Chicken head. Mm -hmm. Just just giant statue of a white guy with a chicken head holding a bucket of chicken. So luscious luscious feathers flowing onto the shirt. But I mean that leads you to believe that I do. Is he a cannibal? Is he eating the bucket of chicken? Or is he like holding it close to his chest? Like, oh, dear God, my family. I don't know. It's one or the other. Or maybe it's not even an actual, maybe it's not supposed to be an actual chicken head, like a real chicken head. Maybe it's supposed to be like a mask, you know, like a Halloween this guy's mask. Just, he's like just he's so, so into chicken. He's wearing a chicken mask while he eats a bucket of chicken. Right. And which would be yeah. a disgusting mess. Yeah. That yeah. would be like Ed Gein. Ed Gein? It, it could, this could totally be an Ed Gein situation, right? Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> but what I also wonder is, we're not 100% sure if this is a chicken bucket. At least I didn't do enough research to find out if it is a chicken bucket. To me, it's just a bucket. It just looks like an I orange know. bucket, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure that it's supposed to be a chicken bucket. What I think it might be is it's just a bucket for this gentleman slash chicken to vomit into because he's he's kind of you know he's a chicken but he's also man so he must be it's a lot to deal with right so he's probably vomiting on a daily basis so (laughs) he just carries it around with him just in case (laughs) giant i mean you inadvertently catch yourself in a mirror you're like oh fuck i am a chicken you throw up like that kind of thing right i would imagine Mm -hmm. that that would happen so this statue stands 22 feet tall, and there I guess there was a chicken boy. It's actually named after a, chain, a restaurant chain, right? There's a actually a, a restaurant called Chicken Boy. Yeah, but I think that's long since closed. Yeah, that's not around anymore, but they kept the statue. Yeah. And I think, the, according to this article I'm reading, the, the statue was, it was taken down for a while, and then they put it back up, and now it sits along the glorious... Route 66, just 
greeting everyone that passes by. Just a just a chicken boy clutching onto his vomit bucket. It. I still don't understand why this is a day, though. Like, why is this a day? Because why isn't it? You know, chicken boys deserve their day. I guess so. What's your take, Ryan? What do you think about National Chicken Boy Day? Stupid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. I want to go see Chicken Boy now. I do too. Now that I know that it exists, I want to get a closer look at that bucket. See, so climb up there, see what's in it. <laughs> see what that bucket. What's on the outside of that bucket? Is it a Chicken Boy bucket? That'd be fucked up. Yeah. Chicken Boy. I chicken Boy's holding not. a Chicken Boy bucket. God, I hope not. That's awful. Like, what came first, Chicken Boy or Chicken Boy? Did he exist he... and then the restaurant was named after him or did the restaurant exist first and then he just yeah. happened to see like, oh my God, they made a restaurant about me. Is it, yeah, is that why he's clutching it? He's just like, I can't believe there's a restaurant named after me. That's a bucket of his shattered dreams. <laughs> uh, poor chicken boy. Chicken boy day. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, I, f- I feel like I do want to get some... Fried chicken now that we've been talking about. It. I haven't had fried chicken in forever. I, I do want to point that out that I want nothing more right now than a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah. I haven't don't, had KFC in so long. Their their biscuits be extra crispy. Ooh, man. That. Yeah, I got to get that. All right, Ryan. Any closing thoughts on Poultry Geist or National Chicken Boy Day? Potato wedges. Potato wedges? <laughs> that, that's your... <laughs> <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Potato wedges. <laughs> oh god. You don't like uh like regular fried chicken, right? You go with the chicken strips. Correct. For for ease of use. Yeah, you don't like putting in that work. Correct. I can't imagine him trying to eat like a drumstick or something. I mean that'd be that'd be a mess. He was work trying to get fat. Oh, you act like you act like the the crispy chicken strips are much better than just they regular are. fried. They're much healthier. What? They're, they're probably greasier. <laughs> they're greasier, but they're healthier. <laughs> it's, it's all fried in the funny. same shit. Got it's it. actually probably more more of a bad for me to eat them. No, the strips. <laughs> hey, let's just—he likes what he likes. All right. <laughs> In honor of National Chicken Boy Day, you like what you like. He's gonna have right. some strips and some wedges, and that's what that's all he needs. What about that's the mac it. and cheese? You like that KFC mac and cheese? Oh, goddamn right! I'm a pretty big fan of that myself. What about them baked beans? They got them baked beans, right? Uh, yeah, they have baked beans. I got the baked beans. Oh, and their gravy. I like their gravy. Hell. See, I'm not a gravy person, so I'm not either. Their gravy's good gravy. That's they got that yeah. peppery gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, and it's like a one-to-one type thing with mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. What yeah. about gravy on potato wedges? Fuck you. That's stupid. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking asshole! <laughs> gravy on potato wedges. Uh, Wait, we in fucking you? Canada or something? Get out of here! How dare you! 
Uh, all right. And on that note, I think we'll end it for the week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsecode, and at my legs don't work. If you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.